Yo, what is up? Welcome to Ambitious. My name is Dylan Price. Today's guest was on this past season's of Big Brother, blah, on CBS. Over the past summer, she graced the televisions of millions. She became America's favorite player and America's sweetheart. She became the face of this season and one of the most popular Big Brother contestants in recent memory. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the show, Nicole Anthony. Nicole, how is it going? It is going. I'm doing very well. How are you? I'm doing very good. Thank you so much for coming on. It's an honor to speak with you. Oh, wow. Thank you. Thank you for having me. So you were one of my favorites throughout the season, and I definitely believe one of America's many favorites throughout the season. You, wow. You were by far um, one of the saving graces of the season, and I will get into everything with this season and your opinion and how life is now, but just starting off now, how has it been two months since the show has now ended? Oh, man, it has been absolute insanity. I've been saying that, you know, as a huge fan of the show, I factored in the whole casting process, I factored in the entire show, but I never factored in post-Big Brother. Like, I never thought, like, you know, podcasts and interviews and meet and greets and collaborations and social media. So it is insane, to say the least. Now, how has it been adjusting to life, like, immediately out of the house and kind of getting back on social media and getting on everything and seeing just so much overwhelming amounts of requests for interviews like mine and a bunch of others and messages about how you were the favorite of the season and all this stuff oh my gosh it i mean it depends on like the day but it's always overwhelming and there's days where it's like positive overwhelming where it's like wow this is incredible i love it and there's days where i just want to like throw my phone out the window and be like oh my god i can't take it and I think a lot of it has to do with the fact that prior to entering the house, I always say, like, I'm just Nicole. And I still am just Nicole, but it's weird to exit the house to such an abundance of love and support and people wanting to talk to you, and I'm not used to that, so it's very strange. Now, you were America's Favorite Player this season, and yes. by far, as I've said, you were the face of this season in many opinion. You were captivating on the television, especially in the live feeds as well. If you had to pick a moment from this season, what was your favorite moment? Oh, wow. Wow. Um, I think as Nicole, the game player, my absolute favorite moment was winning the double eviction HOH. Because it was my first time, like, I won something, and it, it was, I was so overcome with emotion, and I heard, like, every, like, the audience cheering, my whole cast was cheering, like, regardless who was going to go home, like, they were all like, congrats, Nicole, you finally did it! It was, it was oh, such a wonderful moment. Now, watching you through the TV screen, I, and I have to go with the big questions early, I was very, I don't know, I don't want to say angry, but disappointed in the... Hours leading up to the eviction of Tommy, and I know okay. <laughs> you kind of know where I'm going with this. Um, not in you at all. I was kind of disappointed in the fact that um, you kind of you and Cliff took the deal. When I think if you guys had taken Tommy, I think you could have won the show. I think that had you taken Tommy, Mickey probably would have gone next week following Holly's eviction, and obviously barring Mickey not winning HOH, but and then I mm-hmm. think that either way, I think you had a final two on lock with either Tommy or Cliff, and I think you probably won a one had it gone to... I think had you been up against anybody, I think you may have won the show. Mickey might have been, aside from you, the one of the top two in the game. 
So getting him and Holly out would have been a big move. If you have to look back to that decision, do you regret it or do you kind of go with the flow now and are you thankful that you walked out as America's favorite player, maybe not as the winner? Um, I think, like, you know, when you're in the moment, like, you go back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, and obviously right after, like, me and Cliff were like, oh, did we make the right decision? But I think, you know, seeing, like, how the rest of the weeks went and the finale went and now being out of the house, like, I don't, and I really mean this, I'm not saying it just to say it, I really don't regret anything because there's really no way of knowing. Like, I understand people have their opinions of, like, what Tommy would have done or what Mickey would have done. And I always argue there's no way of knowing. Have we gotten rid of Holly? Who knows? You have a whole long week. Maybe Tommy and Mickey would have compared notes and said, hey, let's break up Nicole and Cliff. Or maybe, you know, like there's no way of necessarily really knowing what would happen. I agree on that perspective. And I do think that um, it is all in the past now. And I'll probably have a little more game talk included. But I do want to say... Regarding the season, I want to get this out of the way because when Cliff had come on, um, it ended up being a big topic of discussion throughout the episode, and it was kind of like bringing down a great conversation him and I had of, I just want to get it out of the way of the controversy that surrounded the season, and I'm very glad now that it's kind of died down, at least from my eyes, and it's kind of become like a lot of people are giving um, respect to some of the controversy or controversial contestants, but in your mind... Um, just kind of speak your mind on that if you are willing to. Sure, absolutely. You know, as a huge fan of the show, I've seen since, like, I think it was season 10 I've watched since, and I know as a fan, oh, season 15, the racist season, and I respect a lot of the people that played, like, that season, and now being in the house, I understand it a lot more. Um, and I think as a fan of the show, that was one of the most difficult things to sit on the stage finale night. And I know how much I love all 15 of my castmates and I love them all like family. And to hear about all the controversy, you have this moment of like, oh my God, like you take yourself out of the house as a person and you think of it from a fan's point of view. And I remember being like, oh crap, we're the racist season. I'm on one of those seasons, so to speak. So that was very disheartening and scary, but... I'm almost thankful in a sense that I was with this group of people that I was able to express my forgiveness and my love. And I, I hope that that is something that a lot of the fans have said, oh, you know, if Nicole is willing to, you know, let's say forgive the quote unquote bullying incident, we can too. And I, I like to think of that as like a positive. I did really love your opinion on all of it after you got out of the house and what you've said about everybody and all your housemates because it's been nothing but love and respect from you despite everything Absolutely. that's happened. And you've, I really think you, especially because of the following you have, maybe not even realizing when you came out of the house, but you had such a big following that you saying, I think what you did, and I mean, the Nicole, I guess, stands, if that's the best way to call them, <laughs> them were... Some of them were ruthless to Mickey and Jack, I'd say, like, when they say stuff to you. So I think you saying that kind of made them think, okay, you know, maybe if Nicole forgave them, why haven't we forgiven them? And kind of, it's time to move on, it's over, and they've changed their ways. And I think it's been evident in all 15 of the other castmates and yourself that everybody's grown from this experience. And I do think that season 20 was very entertaining, and I hope that it doesn't get a bad rap just because of whatever happened during it. Absolutely. I appreciate that. And that's the thing, like, I I don't want to speak on behalf of, like, any of, let's say, like, the racism comments, because obviously Mm -hmm. that's not something that I could speak on. Like, I I haven't been affected by that, so to speak, in my life. But 
I think just in general, just the message of love and forgiveness, that's what I've been trying to move forward with, just because I knew them as people in the house, I know them as people outside the house, and I encourage, like, the fans to do that as well. Especially one thing, especially you said forgiveness there, is I... I say I'm not a person who holds grudges, but if somebody were in a room blatantly talking about me and I knew it, I'd probably go up there and be pretty pissed off and yes. raise hell. And you were, for the most part, I'd say very, very calm, cool, and collected about the whole situation when Bella and among all of them were kind of dragging your name and saying that you were lying. And as they've seen now by watching the show and everything, watching back and hearing everything, you weren't lying. You were being your honest, genuine self, and they twisted it because it's a game. And it was ruthless and aggressive. And I admire the fact that you forgave them for all of that. And was that tough for you to do? Or was it just something like, you know, it's a game and kind of Nicole get over it despite how ruthless they were? I would really honestly say that Nicole, like four, five, six years ago, would have responded very differently. And I would have probably not um, gotten along with a lot of people in the house. I probably wouldn't have spoken to a lot of them after the fact, only because... I know, Nicole, four or five, six years ago, I went through an incident where, like I said, I I wasn't bullied as a kid, but I was bullied as an adult. So I was bullied by adult women, and I held a grudge, and I held hatred, and I was so angry all the time, and I was so upset with them, and I, ooh, I, I thought about them all the time, and it was my mom that said to me, like, Nicole, it's not worth it. They don't care. They're moving on with their life. All it's doing is bringing you down. And I remember the day when, like, I just let it go and forgave and it's just such a relief and it's such a positive feeling like you're only responsible for you and I think having gone through that in my life having gone through it again in the big brother house I just had this air of like it's not worth it I know me I know my truth there's cameras everywhere so America knows my truth and you know that's all that matters like it's not it's not worth it to harbor such hatred especially in the game now I'm definitely shifting to a lighter topic now getting a lot of that stuff out of the way um, one thing that I found hilarious in the following, in the weeks following to the finale night, and I don't know if you've talked about it a lot, and it was on the live feeds, was your nervousness about potentially not getting home. <laughs> <laughs> Could you kind of explain that situation to the listeners? Okay, so, you know, like I said, I factored in pre-Big Brother and Big Brother, so I knew the casting process, I knew, okay, they kidnap you, and they get you to the Big Brother house, so that's all covered. But I never factored in after the fact. So I would be sitting in the house and I'm like, how is this working? Like, I'm like, does the finale just happen? And they say, okay, Nicole, goodbye. And they just leave me outside the lot, like with my suitcases. Like, how does it work? How do I get my airline ticket? How do I print the ticket? Because I didn't know you could do digital tickets. I said, you got to print them. You know, <laughs> I'm very old fashioned. So I'm like, oh my God, if I don't make it to finale night and my family doesn't fly out here, how am I getting home? And I, like, I know it sounds so stupid, and I swear I'm not that, like, dumb, but, like, I just wasn't getting it. Like, I wasn't understanding, after all was said and done, how I was then getting back to Long Island. <laughs> like, it was just lost on me. <laughs> and you did get back, though, right? <laughs> I did. I am here now. I made it back. CVS took care of me. They made sure I got home safely. Big Brother took care of me, and I greatly appreciate it. <laughs> um... And another thing that was talked about, especially by many, and I talked about this with Cliff as well, is how has it been, I don't know what happened with your job, but I know some people lost their job or quit their job by going on the show. How has the employment thing been for you following the show? 
Oh, so prior to going on the show, I had to unfortunately lie to my place of work because I didn't want anybody to know. So I said that I had like an internship opportunity upstate and I could be gone for a week. I could be gone for three months. I wasn't sure. So I had a lie to my place of work. And when I did so, I essentially like I guess you would say quit. Like I essentially said, you know, I can't work here anymore. Have a you know, have a good day. You know, it was what it was. Thankfully, my job is tremendous, and they were so supportive of me my whole entire time on the show. They've welcomed me back with open arms, and although I'm not working currently, because just so much has been going on, they are ready and willing to have me back. So, technically, I quit, but technically not, because they're welcoming me back with open arms, which is so tremendous. And are you excited to go back whenever you do decide to go back? I am. You know, like I said earlier, I have days where I'm like, this sucks, and I have days where I'm like, oh, this is great. And the same thing with work. I have days where I'm like, I can't go back. I'm just so overwhelmed. And I have days where I'm like, I just want to go back to normalcy. I want to go back to my shtick and working at the preschool and being with the kids. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to going back. Now, one thing that definitely stood out to me throughout the season was, I think, and I don't know if you've been labeled this yet, but you were a unicorn. You were unique, and you didn't care what anybody thought in the house. And you did your, you did your thing, you had fun, and you made it more entertaining immensely by being that way because obviously in and out of the house there was controversy surrounding the mm-hmm. season inside the house there was drama alliances breaking up and a lot of it and you steadfastly especially i think Catherine provided that like sarcastic humor as well as you were providing that as well but as soon as it started to shrink down and the more it started to shrink down your true colors definitely showed as well yes. <laughs> on television as well and you became even more the unicorn of the season and the most entertaining player on the season. Did you kind of feel inside the house like I'm I think I could be America's favorite player or was it just like that much of a genuine shock when you got outside of the house? Oh no, I would say genuine shock because in like I said I view the house as like a fan. So I always thought of myself as like wow, this is really cool. I'm a fan who's getting to watch these people play Big Brother. So I didn't, like, factor myself into that equation. So in my brain, I'm like, okay, America's favorite is probably, like, Cliff, Sam, and Tommy. Those are going to be the top three. And, like, I knew the transformation. Like, I felt it, like, that I was going through. And I was becoming more confident. And with fewer and fewer people in the house, I was becoming more like myself. Because I was like, you know what? I have nothing to lose. Like, I can just be me. And I can make jokes and whatnot. So I felt my transformation. But I didn't know... It was seen so externally by America and whatnot, and I didn't know it was received so well. So that was... I I was genuinely shocked when I won. Now, you won America's Favorite Player and all the rewards and everything that came with it and America loving you, and Mickey won America's... uh, or he won Big Brother, and um, he got everything that came with it, and... Obviously, the negative criticisms as well, which we already touched on. How do you feel... Are you more grateful you won America's Favorite Player, or do you think you would have been happier as America's... Or as Big Brother winner? I think... I know, like, at an interview prior to going into the house, I was asked, would you rather lose and be loved, or win and be hated? And I believe I answered, I'd rather lose and be loved. Mm -hmm. And I think... I'm a very firm believer. I think it was um, Joey Lawrence, I believe, when he was on mm-hmm. Celebrity Big Brother. And he's like, you know, we're all on this journey and we're all going to get off at, diff- at different times. We're, we're all meant to go on a, a different path. And I very firmly believe that Mickey, Holly, and I were meant to make it to finale night, but that 
I was meant to get AFP and them two were meant to sit in those final two chairs. So I think in that sense, I'm very thankful for my journey because I believe it worked out the way it was meant to. Now, another thing that continued to grow, I think, as the season came to a close was your bond with Mickey. You guys, in the beginning, it didn't seem like you maybe had a bond right away, but it seemed as though as the season grew on, you guys began really close. Was that really that big of a shift throughout the season of you guys becoming that close? Oh, absolutely. I I mean, I can't really speak for Mickey, but I know, like, day one, with him being, like, camp director, I'm like, wow, like, this guy has, like, that drive and that passion. Like, I respect him a lot. And as the season went on, you know, when I was down and out, he would say to me, like, any given Sunday, things are going to work out, keep your head up. And then when he was down and out, like, I would tell him, any given Sunday, keep your head up. So it was always, like, a mutual respect. And it wasn't until, um, like, the prankster week with the pie punishment that we really you know, like, form that bond and that connection. And I think it was during that week that I was outside talking. I think it was Christy. And I said, I view Mickey as a brother. And I, I don't have a brother. I have two sisters. So, I'm like, I view him as a brother I never had. And it was the weirdest thing because Mickey had actually walked outside and said something to me. And he's like, Nicole, you're like, the si- you're like my sister. And, we're, and I was like, whoa, we both, like, the same day we came to the same conclusion. So we definitely, as the season went on, built that relationship now, another bond you had, and I don't know if you've heard this or you've kind of given your opinion on this yet in the two months prior, was a lot of people from outside the house were strongly confused with your um, relationship with Nick inside the house because Nick was with Bella when everything went down and you guys kind of had that blowout. And mm-hmm. Nick did, I mean, if you've watched Showback or see anything, he did kind of pick that side over you and Cliff and, like, that side of the house and multiple times had chosen over you, but you still kind of continue to work alongside him and mm-hmm. have his best interests at heart along with Cliff's. Why was that, and was it ultimately because you're just that good of a person in general as well? Uh, <laughs> um, I don't know. I think, again, like, similar to like what I was saying with Mickey, Nick was another person that early on in the game, we connected not on a game level, but more so on a personal level like about our anxieties, and we'd always check in on each other. So I think I always had that respect. And even when everything went to shit, <laughs> like, there was still, I know it doesn't seem that way, but there was still that respect. Like, when we were arguing, I guess me and Bella were very heated, but him and I were more reserved, and we sat there for, like, a couple hours, like, talking it all out. And it was a slowly but surely, like, we built back to, like, that respect and that relationship that we ended up having. And I think, I guess you could argue that goes back to, like, my forgiveness and whatnot, but I also believe that I am a very firm believer, like, in my gut and my intuition, and I just... I don't know, I just connected with Nick, and I, I knew deep down he was a good person, game aside. So I think we were both able to kind of see past, like, our arguments and everything that went down, able to form that relationship moving forward. Now, when I started the season, this is just a personal thing, um, before I ask another question about, like, closeness and everything. Um, when I began the season, I, day one, I was like, all right. Nick is going to win this season. For some reason, I got a vibe that I think it was he said something about being a therapist, that he was mm-hmm. going to win the season because he was going to be able to read people, kind of like when Derek won a few years ago. Yes, absolutely. And it's funny, a lot of people have said that to me, that they, they viewed Nick as a contender similar to Derek, and I can see that. 
And then as the season went on, I saw you and Sam, and I was like, all right, I kind of gravitate towards them more than, like, in the beginning, I was like, okay, Mickey and Nick seem really cool, and as does um, some of the others, and I kind of hadn't seen you and Sam, like, break out and be, like, yourselves, and more and more I kept seeing that, and I was like, all right, you know, they're kind of being, like, shady and everything, and these guys are just themselves, authentic and funny, and immediately I, like, grew very much favoritism towards you two and then Sam got eliminated and it was all like all right I really want to see Nicole win this and oh, then and Nick got eliminated and I'm like all my eggs are in the basket now of Nicole because Nick was <laughs> my pick to win but I kind of was half rooting for him half really wanting to see you win so yes it was heartbreaking to watch you lose finale night but at the same time I was happy you came out loved, whereas, as I've already mentioned, you know, there was all the controversy and everything, but you really, that happened for a lot of people, I think, throughout the season, where I think they, in the beginning, were, like, maybe counting you out, and as you showed your true colors, you became the underdog, and I think the favorite of many throughout the show, so... Kudos oh to God. you. <laughs> See, that, that, uh, it's so, I know it's lame, but like, that makes me so emotional because there's been so many instances in my life when I'm underestimated or I'm misinterpreted, and my sister often compares me to um, Stitch from Lilo and Stitch. She's like, Nicole, something about you, like first impression, sometimes people like just don't get it, and they don't see you as like a contender. They don't see you as like you know social or nice and i'm like just not viewed the right way and then as they get to know me or as they see me for who i am it's like oh she is good like so it's weird like hearing you say that Mm -hmm. is very i appreciate it It makes me really emotional (laughs) of course um so now you're out of the house who do you think that maybe you weren't as close with in the house that now you're out of the house you've formed a more um deep bond with Oh, man, I guess my number one answer for that would have to be Sam, because, like, we would joke in the house, but we kind of wouldn't talk much game, and then obviously the whole blow-up happened, and he was associated with Nick and Bella, so we kind of distanced ourselves from each other, and then, you know, he kind of wanted me to stay, and then I did stay, but then everybody was mad at Nick and Bella, so he got dragged in. So it was like this weird dynamic, so we never really got to connect in the game, with the exception of his last week as Have Nots mm-hmm. together. We started talking more, and he would talk about his wife and his kids, and I would talk about the preschool. And we really bonded that last week, and it wasn't until getting out of the house that we were both like, wow, we were like really excited to see each other, really excited to share our stories. I've been to his house. I went to Jordy Park with him and his wife and his kids, and we did a radio show together. Like, I think I would say Sam, like, we really connected more so outside of the house. Now, I played this game with Cliff, and I do want to run through this with you. Um, I pretty much... One, two, three words. I was going to list every house guest that was on the show with you this season. And just one or two, three words, initial reaction when I say their name that comes to mind. Um, it was a little hard for Cliff. He said some things that he switched back later on because he, um, he didn't want to like offend anybody. And you can say however you please. And um, obviously, I don't think you're going to offend anybody with uh, what okay. you say, though. So here we go. Starting with, um, I'll kind of go in order, I guess, of okay. elimination until I forget the order. Um, starting with Mickey. Okay. Um, driven. Strong. Uh, Holly. Uh, uh, 
Mellow, like constant. Cliff. Persistent. Tommy. Uh, oh, uh, entertaining. <laughs> Christy. <laughs> Christy. <laughs> um, <laughs> emotional. No, she's very, um, like, I don't know, like, um, oh, what's a good word for it? Like, insightful. Hmm. Uh, Nick. Nick. Um, transparent. Bella. Um, she's very like um, what's it? What's it, like like um like adventurous, like active. David. David, uh, perceptive, very smart. Kemi. <gasps> Queen, my bestie. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Ovi. Um, articulate. Jack. Jack. Um. Um. Uh, confident, like very commanding. Annalise. Uh, quiet. Jessica. Jen, uh, very empowering. Catherine. <laughs> Funny. And I'm forgetting somebody. <laughs> crud. Ah, oh, crud, 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 crud. Huh. Um, let's think. Wait, <laughs> let me... uh, oh, Sam. Oh, Sam. Oh, you just talked about him, too. <laughs> Sam is loud, but hilarious. (laughs) So, pretty much, you had all good things to say about everybody in the house, and kind of coming out of the house, do you feel that you've kind of fallen off with anybody significantly that you were close with within the house? Um, I wouldn't, I I don't think so. I think people that I wasn't necessarily the closest to in the house, I'm, like, similar outside of the house, like, we'll chat here and there, whether it be on social media or whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think for the most part, the people that I was close with in the house, I'm, you know, continuing those friendships with. Um, getting back to the game and everything a little bit, one other question I had for you was, with everything being said between, especially with, like, Bella turning your words and a lot of people turning your words, and yes. Ovi going up there and sticking his neck out for you, and ultimately it did kind of hurt him especially as being a have not or not have not uh in camp comeback and everything else as well kind of him going up there and sticking up for you what did that mean to you especially now even out of the house as well oh man oh gosh if i can be completely completely honest which i always am (laughs) in the moment i remember thinking like wow that man like he's got cojones like all power to him and like i didn't really necessarily know what was going on i knew it was about me so to have somebody who's not me go up there into basically the wolf's den and advocate for me and defend me, I remember being like, wow, that's incredible. It wasn't until I got out of the house and looked at it from an outsider's point of view that I actually got very emotional. And I said, I didn't thank Ovi enough. I didn't give Ovi enough credit. I didn't commend him enough and that's like one thing i want to say like as much as i do say like oh all these people are tremendous i love them all i want to put particular like emphasis on ovi he is such an incredible human being and i feel like i didn't i don't know i feel like i didn't thank him enough in the situation after the situation and even being out of the house like i thanked him since but i don't think he'll ever quite know how much it does mean to me especially now looking back at it like i don't know absolutely tremendous He's amazing. <laughs> um, another question I had for you as well was, 
um, especially with the punishments and everything that had to or that had happened in the house, what would you say was the hardest thing you experienced while in the house? Oh gosh, <laughs> punishment wise or just in general? Just in general. Oh man, in general, I would say not, and I, I think I said this a couple times on the live feeds, not having the people that I tend to lean on and tend to confide in. So not having my parents and my sisters, especially my sisters, because I know without a shadow of my da- a doubt in my mind that I can lean on them and I can trust them and they'll keep a secret and they'll help me. Not having that support system, I think was the most difficult thing because you're forced to think for yourself and make decisions on your own and you can literally trust no one so you only have yourself. I think that's the hardest thing. Now... Big Brother calls you up and says, Ring, ring, Nicole, will you come back on the show? Maybe not this season, and but for an all-star season or like a guest thing, kind of like what Paul did a few years ago, and you get that call and that offer. Do you go back on? Absolutely. And Nicole, what, three months ago is going to jump through a time portal and smack me across the face. But <laughs> I, I, I have to say, it, yes, absolutely. It's once in a lifetime, and for it to be twice in a lifetime is... I don't, I, I'd have to say yes, hands down. I think a lot of people are rooting for you to go back on the show, so that's a <laughs> thing that's going to please If I made concern, I wouldn't want to let anybody down. Like, I wouldn't mm-hmm. want to be on another season, and people are like, oh, crap, she's not as good as we thought she was, or she's not as entertaining, or like, yeah, she sucks. Like, that, that would be so bad. <laughs> I definitely don't think that's going to happen with you, because even doing the interview with you, and I... I was going to say this at the end, but, like, I do interviews, and sometimes it's hard to see people's personalities shine through in a phone-to-phone conversation, but it's so evident to see your personality shine through oh, over the phone. thank you. And your electricness. <laughs> um, oh, I appreciate that. So, um, with all these opportunities, and it's something that I kind of wondered a lot about being on Big Brother, and a lot of people have parlayed it into big careers like celebrities that go on other shows and kind of do a bunch of stuff uh, mm-hmm. like someone like a Josh Martinez who does a bunch of stuff does ads does all this stuff uses his following a lot of people use their followings do you plan on using your social media following as a added benefit to you and kind of making yourself into like a star in that sense or do you want to be regular Nicole and live your life to the fullest and not kind of care about the fame or the fortune I definitely just want to be regular Nicole. I'm not like a, a money chaser or a fame chaser, but I will say in this regard, like if opportunities arise out of Big Brother that I, Nicole, like not for the fans, but for myself, feel happy doing and want to pursue, then I'm going to do it. And I would never do something out of like, okay, good, that'll get me more money or okay, that good, that'll get me more followers. If I'm going to do something, it's going to be like, wow, this is making Nicole happy. So that's like the that's the way I want to look at things. Like, if it's going to make me happy, that's why I want to do it. And that's something I think that continues to follow along with your authenticity and your genuineness. And another thing along with that is a lot of people fall into the trap when they get out of the house of maybe getting, obviously I said overwhelmed or everything, but some people have gotten out of the house and it's been, like, a sad thing for them. Has it been sad for you or was it just, like, happiness, like, the whole time. I honestly think, um, do you mean like in regards to like missing the house? Yeah. Or you, Yeah. I would say like had I left early in the season, I think I would have had a lot of sadness and a lot of like, oh man, I missed an opportunity. I missed waking up in the big brother like RV. But I think having been there for 99 days, <laughs> I'm actually 
like surprisingly okay with it. Like I thought I'd get home and be like, oh, I miss that experience. I miss that house. I miss those people. And I do have moments where I go, oh, I'm not in the RV or I'm not in the HOH room when I wake up, but I'm okay with it. And I think it's because the journey was so long and so rigorous that it's nice to be removed from it. Now you, if you weren't, or if you hadn't gone on Big Brother, what's another reality show you love to go on? Oh, Big Brother's my ultimate, probably um, Amazing Race, <laughs> absolutely, because I, lo- I love adventure, I love experiencing new things and meeting new people, and that just seems like so much fun. So we're not going to see a Nicole Anthony on American Idol or America's <laughs> Got Talent or Dancing with the Stars? <laughs> Uh, America doesn't want to see me attempting to... I have no talents. <laughs> so that takes care of American Idol and America's Got Talent. Oh, uh, listen, Dancing with the Stars, I'd attempt. I cannot dance for the life of me, <laughs> but if they, if they welcomed me, I'd be like, let's do it. Let's. I'll try my best. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think a lot of people have that admiration for you and all that stuff for your persistency, even on the show, and authenticity. Um, outside of the house... What is Nicole Anthony like? Is she this electric human being that comes through in interviews, comes through on television as well? Um, I don't know. I, I, think I consider myself the same because I don't really... Like, in the house, I wasn't putting on a show for 99 days. And I, I kind of, like I've, I've seen a lot on social media to people. Like I say, I am what I am. Like, at this point, America has seen me tired, unbathed, waking up. <laughs> done up for a live show in my pajamas so like i am what i am and i think i like to think i'm the same outside the house as i was in it (laughs) now what do you like to do outside of the house outside of the realm of big brother just in general broad question i absolutely love i love hanging out with my sisters and watching like our tv shows or movies with popcorn and soda i love listening to music I love drawing, I love reading books, I love vi- playing video games. I'm a very, not simple, but a very simple, <laughs> homebody type of person. Like, I love adventure and I love doing things, but I also, at the same time, love just being at home and just being me. So, quick two favorite things. Favorite singer? Oh, <laughs> my God. Um, the Monkees. I have to say it. The Monkees. <laughs> and favorite show? Favorite show currently is Riverdale. Hmm. You ever watched A Million Little Things? No. Any of those sappy dramas? Nah. Oh, is it like sad? Yeah, a little bit. Nah, I don't, I don't like sad shows because I don't like to cry. I'm sad enough as it is. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't like, like, you know, sappy, like, rom-coms. Like, you know, mm-hmm. the guy stops the girl in the rain. Like, that kind of stuff just makes me sick. <laughs> but, like, I love, like, creepy mysteries. And, like, like Nancy Drew is a great show. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to see Bates Motel and stuff like that. Well, a big question, and it's something that takes a lot of time for a lot of the guests to answer, and it's something I ask at the end or towards the end of every show I do. Okay. What is the legacy that you and Nicole Anthony want to leave on this earth, on this world as a whole? Wow. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Wow, that's a really deep question. Oh, I got to make me emotional again. I'm always crying. What the hell? Um... (laughs) I would have to say, if there's anything that, like, you know, I'm remembered for or that I help pass on, and it's so cliche, and I don't mean it to come across as, like, lame, or I'm just saying it just to say it, but I would say love, unconditional love. If, you know, like, just spreading love to everybody, and 
If you like somebody, support them, bolster them. Like Tim McGraw says, when you get where you're going, don't forget to turn back around and help the next one in line. Like help each other. And guess what? If you don't like somebody, just don't bother with them. Don't follow them on social media. Don't spread hate. Like I always say, like and dislike can, can come and go. You don't have to always like everybody, but you should always love people. And I, I that would be my message. Just if I could be remembered for being somebody who spread love and encourage people to love, I don't know, that would be an amazing thing. I've got to say, Nicole, I think you're accomplishing all of that, and I think you've got to be one of the most electric guests I've ever had on this show. Wow. It's been a lot of fun to talk with you. The floor Likewise, is yours you. to comments, questions, anything, plug your social medias, whatever you want. The floor is yours, Miss Anthony. Okay. Um, my Instagram is at Strong Island Nicole. My Twitter is at Strong Island NI2. Um, and. I don't know. I guess just if you like me, please continue to support me and like me. And if you don't, just don't. <laughs> and um, I don't know. Just I guess my message is more so to people like, you know, live your best life and be you. And as long as you're not hurting yourself or others, you know, be you and love what you're doing and good things will come your way. I promise that things always get better. What's meant to be will be and what you're dreaming will always come true. I promise that. Well, ladies and gentlemen, the wise words of Nicole Anthony. It has been a ball to sit and talk with you, Nicole. It was an uh, honor you. to chat with you. You were my favorite guest on this season of Big Brother, and it was absolutely awesome to chat with you through the phone and catch up on your season and talk about everything. So thank you so much for taking the time to come on. Oh, thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. That was Nicole Anthony, everybody. Once again, I want to thank Nicole Anthony for coming on Ambitious. It was so amazing and surreal to sit down with her. She was my favorite player on this past season, and she's an electric human being who I try to emulate on this podcast as well. She's a down-to-earth and amazing human, and I'm so grateful to have had her on the show. With that said, I want to thank you all for listening. Reminder, you can look at all our socials at Ambitious with DP, at Ambitious Podcast on Instagram, and then at Ambitious with DP is our Twitter handle, as I said previously, as well as we have merchandise. So it's on our Instagram, the at Ambitious Podcast. Check out our new merchandise. We will be releasing very soon. Orders can now be placed as well. And have a wonderful week, Ambitious listeners. And stay great.